There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. We're one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we're back on the Ben Maller Show. I'm Bernie Fratto, sitting in for Ben, the final Ben Maller Show of the calendar year 2021. I'm going to get to the analytics stuff in just a minute. Let's call an audible. We've got full phone lines. Let's waste no time. Let's go out to Steve in Minnesota. Steve, uh, welcome into the Ben Maller Show. What are your thoughts tonight? How you doing, Bernie? Good, Steve. Thank you, sir. Happy hey, New first Year. Off, you're a, hey, happy New Year to you. Uh, you're, you're 100% right. I mean... Stafford cannot win. He cannot get in the Super Bowl with the Rams. But the Rams will. I mean, the, the whole problem, what I see the biggest problem is McVay with his bad play calling. I mean, we have had this. With, when golf was in there, it was the same crap. Um, when we, you know, we had Gurley in there, and when Gurley was running good and everything was going good, golf was on fire. It's just, that's, that's how close to the quarterback. But then when, when Gurley had his problems and everything, and he he would like make make golf throw the ball fifty five times that game when he could see he was off and it just goes on and on. I I don't understand it. I mean, like there's a good coach that has like like a Vermeil when he was with the Rams. You know, we we lost Trent Green, which was going to be our whole season that right, year. Right, right. Then we pulled Warner out of nowhere. 
And and that's and then the Rams this year right now, we could we could um, be in the same exact place we're at with 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 a Kyler Murray. With Russ Wilson. I'll even say a Baker Mayfield. Uh, I will pick a Don Mikowski. We could grab Don Mikowski this year. Man, from 92. Steve, I appreciate your call, man. I got to get to everybody tonight. And being in Minnesota, I got to believe you've seen it firsthand. And look, listen, you talk to anybody in the division off the record, they say, look, we respect staff. We don't fear them. They never feared them in Green Bay. They never feared them in Minnesota. They never feared them in Chicago. In the Super Bowl year for a run-first team by a guy's own admission, Goff threw for 4,700 yards, 32 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Had a had a QBR rate. Check that. He had a passer rating of 101 that year. Does that sound like a bum to you? I don't think so. But let's not belabor the point. You're either going to win the damn Super Bowl or you're not. All right. Blind Emmett, happy new year on the Ben Aller Show. Ben Maller Show. Easy for me to say. What's going on, Bernie? Happy new year. Uh, how you doing tonight? Good, sir. Thanks. Yeah, man, your voice is sounding better. Uh, I want to talk about Matthew Stafford, obviously. You know, everyone's talking about it on your show, and it's an interesting topic because I was high on the Matt Stafford trade because, like, everyone was just so burnt out over Jared Goff. I'm like, okay, you know, bring Matt Stafford in. And the thing is, you could bring anyone in. You can bring uh, our producer Justin Cooper in, and he could have that good season. The Rams have such a good supporting cast, right? And I still don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. When I, you know, picked the NFC Super Bowl on my podcast at the beginning of this NFL season, I picked the Bucks. And if Matthew Stafford loses badly in the playoffs, now there are some sketchy calls in that Cowboys Lions 2015 playoff. We're not here to talk about that. But if Matthew Stafford loses badly in these playoffs first round, I'm a hundred percent with you. You know, I'm kind of with you right now, but. If he loses badly in the first round of the playoffs, man, I, I just I I have to agree with you. Like stat stat pad food, as Rob Parker would say. And Rob knows. Rob was there. He saw the games in Ford Field and covered the team. So look, one of the things I will also say it would be ideal to see the you know if, for Ram fans to and certainly Stan Kroenke to win the Super Bowl this year because it's being played in SoFi. But even if they don't this year they're going to have probably a three-year window here uh, to do it, okay? So uh, I don't want to overreact to anything. I'm merely sharing what I saw with my own two eyes, what people heard me say leading up to and heading into August. The opening monologue I gave tonight was pretty similar to the one I gave in August. Now people are seeing and they're questioning and they're wondering, if you really think Stafford's going to go on the road to Tampa Bay and beat Brady or going to Green Bay and beat Rodgers or going to Dallas and beat uh, Dak Prescott, well, go ahead. You got a hunch, bet a bunch. Good luck with it. All right, let's go out to Houston. Chris joins us. Welcome to the Ben Maller Show, Chris. Going on, Bernie. How are you, sir? And I wish you would have brought that up yesterday when you came on. See, look at the Maller Melissa. You got to learn something about the Maller Melissa. Y'all know what Ben's team is because he's a super homer. All right? Now, well, I, know right that. Now. I know that. I got you. I got you. Go ahead. See, see all you got to do is bash your teams and you'll get us riled up. That's what we love. We love that. All right, now, nah, nah, I'm going to tell you what Ben would say right now is, all right, is that tell us what what did happen, not what is going to happen. Some crap like that. He would say something like that. That's what he would say right there. But with Matt Stafford, you looked at him as front front face. And now me as a Texan fan, and shh, don't tell nobody, okay, uh, I had a, a quarterback named Matt Schaub, okay? Yep. And, and, and this guy here was allergic to the red zone. 
He was allergic to the touchdowns. And I had to live through my coach, who is now called the great coach because he won a Super Bowl, with the guy he did not want in Houston, but brought him to Denver. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl in Denver, even with a spaghetti noodle arm with a great team around him. Matt Stafford should win a Super Bowl with this team. And if he doesn't, Sean McVay should get a lot of the blame for this because this guy has been scapegoating for the last three or four years. He, they blamed it on Jared Goff. They blamed it on uh, uh, Todd Gurley. They blamed it on, on, on this guy. They blamed it on that guy. When is he going to get some blame? Now, that's a really good point. Whatever happens when the history books are written, Chris, excellent call. Sean McVay, it's undeniable he will have hitched his wagon to Matt Stafford. Now, I happen to think a lot of Sean McVay. Extremely bright. He's been successful, had success right away in the league. Players love playing for him. He understands the balance, I think, between analytics and human beings. Uh, There's no question. The stars are aligned for Matt Stafford. What really makes my teeth itch is when people try to tell me, they try to tell me he didn't have any help in Detroit. That is just not, that, that is completely false narrative from people who weren't there, who didn't see any games. All right, let's head out to Miami. We're joined by Humble Dick. Humble Dick, how are you? Welcome to the Ben Maller Show. Hey, I heard all those injuries you mentioned to Stafford. Wow, I didn't realize. It sounds like he doesn't have much of an offensive line. Maybe they should have hired Parcells, and he would have shown them how to build an offensive line, just like he taught Belichick and Tom Coughlin, two of his underlings, who've had a lot of success. Also, the the, the argument's illogical. I'm not saying. saying. The the argument is illogical. And how many games did you see at uh, Ford Field, Humble Dick? Wait, we got to fix your phone. I want to hear what this gentleman's got to say. Uh, Coop, see if we can reset this. First thing I want to know is how many games he saw at Ford Field, and then I want to know why my argument's illogical. And no, the Lions' offensive lines weren't that bad the years they went to the playoffs. Maybe Matt Stafford scrambled around a little too much. Maybe he had happy feet. Maybe he put himself in precarious positions. He also did a lot of good things. It was a highlight reel, but he didn't win when it mattered. So where am I illogical? I'm willing to hear Humble Dick and what he's got to say. However, I would also like to know, Dick, before you go any further, how many games did you see at Ford Field when Matt Stafford played quarterback? Go. I'd probably say six or seven. I've seen him play on Thanksgiving and uh, the the playoffs. So you were in Ford Field. I've never been. I've never been. Well, near do you understand the question, my man? In Ford Field, is that zero? Continue. You got the floor. Well, I, I, but that, 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 I don't see how that's relevant. What okay, I'm I don't care is, what you think if that matters or not. Get, tell me what. Go. Okay, listen. You saw zero games at Ford Field, but I want to give you your due. You got your Dan Court right now. Tell me why my argument's illogical. Because he won. Because he he he's winning in L.A., but he didn't win in Detroit. Golf won in L.A., but golf can't win in Detroit. It's not the quarterback. They're doing so their job. He's no better it's than golf. Team. He's the same. The Stafford that's can't win in Detroit. Golf can't win in Detroit. Stafford can win in L.A. Golf won in L.A. That's Staff- right. Go look up football reference, what Matt's, what golf's record is as a starter and Stafford's record is as a starter. Now, the, go ahead, Dick. 
they can both do their job. It's the team. It is what, look, it's like this argument about Brady being the GOAT. What if Marino played for Chicago? Would he be the GOAT? What if, what if Jim Kelly had been a Terry? Would he be the GOAT? This is well, our perception. Well, come, on, well, come on, let's not do the straw man argument thing. We're talking about whether Stafford's going to the Super Bowl. What if your aunt had balls? Would she be your uncle? I, I, I think I think they have a very good chance, although although you have to be honest here. Green Bay is probably going to get the NFC. KC's probably going to get the NFC. And, Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Dick. You got the you got the floor, buddy. I'm just saying. I, I hope he does because we want Ben to win. We like we like Ben to be happy, and, and we hope that Stafford does. No, we to don't. be honest with you, I don't think they'll get past Green Bay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think they will. All right, don't hang up, Dick. Keep him on the line. Did you hear my opening monologue, Humble Dick? Is he, is he oh. gone? Okay. Did I say I'd like nothing? I, I would really enjoy seeing. Matt Stafford hold up the Lombardi Trophy. What? So right. Okay. In because LA, I root for the story. You talk about Dick Schaap taught me. You can read my book, The View from the Cheap Seats, and the letter Dick Schaap wrote about me. It's right there. I had Jeremy on my Saturday night show three weeks ago because uh, we celebrated the 20-year anniversary of the passing of Dick Schaap. I root for the story. There would be no bigger story in 2021 in the National Football League than to have Matt Stafford come to Los Angeles, where he's never won a single playoff game, and not only win the Super Bowl for the L.A. Rams, but to do it for Stan Kroenke at home in SoFi Stadium. Dick, you got the final word. Well, I would love it, and we all want Ben to be happy. I I, I started off listening to the show, and I wasn't an L.A. fan, and I'm not. But I want Ben to be happy, so we're rooting for him. But to to be honest with you, Green Bay is going to be there. Allstate's going to get their two-poster child, the Muppet boy and the hippie. So what are you going to do? All right, Dick. Happy New Year. Thanks for taking the time uh, to call in tonight. Uh, we're going to take calls all night. This is a polarizing subject. All right. And the only thing I know for sure is that Humble Dick didn't see a single game in Ford Field. That matters. If you want to contest me on that throughout the show, fine. Tell me why it doesn't. I am telling you it does. Coming up, we're going to get back on this subject having to do with NFL an, uh, analytics and going forward on fourth down and all that kind of stuff. You know, the guys here in L.A., you know, you got two teams in L.A. now. I, I happen to think a lot of Brandon Staley. The question is, though, is his use of analytics, have they become an inflexible anchor? I think they should be a guideline. As a matter of fact, a couple of famous coaches you may have heard of, uh, Bill Parcells and Jimmy Johnson, uh, they weighed in on this. this. This thing about going forward on fourth down, people think it's new. It's not new. I'll tell you why, and we'll talk analytics when I come back, and whether or not they've become overboard in the National Football League. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio studios. Don't go away. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players to choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code MALLER. 
The new customers play five bucks and get 50 in pick six credits. That's code Maller only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen up, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. In for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto, B-E-R-N-I-E-F-R-A-T-T-O. You can also tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He's more than just the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace in the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios in for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. Ah, the dulce tones and comedic stylings of the great Eddie Garcia, the pride of Fresno State. All right, analytics. I think they are a big part of the game. 
But I think this should be a guideline, not an inflexible anchor. Let me give you a little Rams history. The Rams back in the day had a coach in 1979 by the name of Ray Malavasi. They called him Ray Maladjusted. People always wanted him fired. He just didn't play well. He even fell asleep once on a radio interview. I know Steve Hartman remembers this very well. I guarantee it. Hartman, if you're listening, I know you remember this. The first game of the year, the Rams lost to the Raiders. As a matter of fact, they started out 4-5. and five. First play of the game, first drive of the game, they go on 85 yards. Uh, they did first and goal from the four, fourth and goal. They don't go for it. They kick a field goal. They end up losing that game to the Raiders. I think it was 24-17, something like that. He got barbecued. He says, why didn't you go for it? He goes, I'll be damned if I drive the ball 85 yards on the first drive and have nothing to show for it. Uh, okay, that's that. at least that's somewhat thoughtful. And when, when I covered those... Lions teams, we always thought the first points of the game were the hardest. Well, that Rams team, even though they started 4-5, and five, they went on, they made it to the Super Bowl. And when it mattered, they beat Dallas in the playoffs. And they beat Tampa Bay, and they were leading Pittsburgh heading into the fourth quarter on January, I think, 14, 1980. But I digress. Look, Brandon Staley a couple weeks ago went for five times on fourth down. He was 2-5. of five. Uh, The first drive, he did it, didn't get any points. And later, they could have been a two-score lead. Now, I'm not going to second-guess Brandon Staley, he's a good coach, I think. Uh, a little later, we'll, well, you know, we're going to call on the crew after after the bottom of the hour and get to, get their thoughts on this. Analytics play an important part, but what they tell you is what happened yesterday. They're based on simulated projections and probabilities. They can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. So maybe you go for it. The book says, oh, let's look at the book. Uh, and it says, we got to go for it here, fourth and two. We're going to make it 74% of the time. What if this is one of the times you don't? And here's where I think Bill Parcells is so smart. And he went for it on fourth down all the time back in the day, but not just blindly, all right? I'm going to quote Parcells. He says, quote, when you start talking about analytics, everybody's an expert. I saw this happen in boxing when they came up with CompuBox. This guy had so many punches and so many power punches, so therefore he should win the fight, right? Made everybody an expert. In reality, there's a lot more criteria than just the numbers. How about matchups? I mean, Parcells even said, if I look across the line of scrimmage and I see and I see Reggie White on the other side, I might not want to go for it. By the way, through the first 13 weeks, NFL teams have attempted to convert on fourth down and two-point conversions at an absolute record pace. NFL keeps data on this. They had, there were 528 fourth down plays. They converted 275 times. That's 52%. It's about 50-50. And there, the NFL is way on pace to top the 658 fourth down plays just last year. There were 111 two-point conversion calls, including Baltimore. They failed two or three times this year trying to win games. They're way above what's going to happen when they topped 131 tries from last season. So the league is changing, right? But Jimmy Johnson, a guy who knows a thing or two about winning football games, says coaches fall back on analytics too much. I feel like the risk-taking has gone to another level. More aptly, risk-reward. You see, interestingly enough, both Bill Parcells and Jamie Johnson, each of whom won two Super Bowls, well, they were considered very liberal in terms of their risk-taking back in the day because they went for it on fourth down. But, you know, Jimmy Johnson kind of laughed it off because he did some fake punts, he did some surprise onside kicks, and, and, and Parcells and Jimmy Johnson agreed on one thing. When they did it, it wasn't by the book. It wasn't by somebody else's math. You have to take into account the personnel matchups on the field and the situation during the game. 
Quoting Bill Parcells, he said, quote, when I was coaching, I went forward on fourth down quite a bit. He said, I was doing it because I had certain percentages based on matchups. Had a couple guys on my line named Jumbo Elliott and Mark Bavaro. They were absolute dominant blockers. You could count on them. But someone who says you should just go for it on fourth and one, because that's what the book says, what they don't know are about mismatches. Again, you're just a little bit more reluctant to go for it when you got Reggie White on the other side of the ball. Now, to be fair, both Parcells and Jimmy Johnson, they had John Harbaugh's back when he went for it in, in terms of making calculated risks and going for it on, on, on you know, two-point conversions to win the game twice. He went for it and lost. And Harbaugh explained, you know, he had situations. His cornerback, Marlon Humphrey, had gotten hurt, and they felt they were depleted, and there were situations that he didn't want to compromise his team. And so he figured, you know, cornerbacks are hurt. He didn't think he could stop them in overtime. And a lot of times it's simple. You just, you're dealing with human beings. You say, do you think you can make it? And the truth of the matter is, uh, in one of those plays, they had it. They just couldn't execute it. Uh, Mark Andrews was open in the flat, and I don't care what anybody says. Lamar Jackson missed him, and the ball was high and behind him, and you know maybe his Herculean effort, he would have caught the ball, but he didn't, and he shouldn't have been expected to. And Jimmy Johnson has also talked about Bill Belichick when they beat Buffalo 14-10 to uh, a few Monday nights ago. <clears throat> Belichick went for two after scoring the game's first touchdown, and they converted it. And, and Jimmy Johnson thought that was just sort of brilliant because there were some brutal you know, weather elements. You saw it. The kicking game was going to be a mess. And then that changes. That puts pressure on the other team. And so instead of a one-point lead, then you get the field goal in a four-point lead. It set the stage. You've got that two-point lead. It gives you sort of an edge right off the bat. It was a calculated decision made by Bill Belichick, not based on analytics, but based on Common sense, good judgment, and the matchups he believed he had. Then later in that game, Belichick went forward on fourth and one from Buffalo's 33, and Mac Jones converted, and it was a quarterback sneak that he plowed ahead just like Tom Brady used to do. That conversion kept alive a 14-play drive that led actually to a field goal from Nick Volk, but he was within range, and that kind of provided the final margin. So you can second-guess coaches both ways. See, because... We all know. Take poor Pete Carroll. That play, that picker-up play back in the Super Bowl, they will never, never, ever live that down. Now, I'm not one of the people that happened to second-guess Pete Carroll, but it brings it brings to light the simple equation when you're dealing with fans, which is short for fanatic, and we've all lost our minds for, about our favorite team at some point in our life. The truth of the matter is, armchair analysts are good at what they do because they get they have the they have the benefit of predicting the past, which is not so easy in the heat of battle. The point I'm making is, these coaching jobs are tough. And back to Pete Carroll, if that play works, he's a genius, and Seattle wins the Super Bowl. <clears throat> no one's saying why didn't you just give it to Marshall Marshawn Lynch because it worked. It would have worked, but it didn't work. So Pete Carroll became, in some people's eyes, the village idiot. And I think Richard Sherman's talked about it later, how it created a bit of a chasm in the locker room. Seattle just never, never lived that down. Not because maybe the decision was bad, but because it just didn't work. All right? So the truth of the matter is risky calls aren't created equally. Analytics are nothing but statistics. I, it's not that I don't believe in statistics. 
You have to use statistics. You have to use percentages. They apply throughout the game. They apply in every situation. But what I have always said is analytics should not be a be-all, end-all, inflexible anchor. They should be a guideline based on your simulation of what's likely to happen and the matchups you have and the ebb and flow of the game and what you think you can do, not just blindly going for it every time. Again, we're back to, oh, I made the right call. It didn't work. Okay, great. You don't want to have the operation be a success and have the patient die. Now, because Brandon Staley has become the poster child for this analytic decision, and he says, hey, we're going to stick with it. Too bad, too sad. You don't like me? Too bad. And he seems he's doubling down whether you like it or not. Well, that's another team in L.A. and our crew's in L.A. And I'm very curious what they have to say about this whole analytics thing. And also, as it pertains to Brandon Staley and the L.A. Chargers, and might his decisions cost him something in the playoffs or maybe not getting to the playoffs? Or worse yet, is it a situation where you don't have faith in him, so therefore the calls take on a whole different dimension. A lot to unpack there with the crew. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit. And no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's ZYN.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hold up. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. podcast this is the intersection where sports business society and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts all right, we're going to go to the crew in just a second, but first, let's take a caller. We've got Skip in D.C. Skip, thanks for your patience. You're on. Hey, Bernie, I, I, I love your show, and I think you're a really smart guy, and you're in Las Vegas, right? Yes, sir. So you know the numbers, backwards and forwards, and I understand how you feel about Stafford. I'm rooting for him just because, you know, I just hope he can uh, overcome all of the uh, bad times he had in Detroit. But yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it, it, it's it's if he doesn't win a play, if he wins one playoff game or maybe two, I think it'll be good. And I don't think he has to win at all to to make progress for himself. And uh, you know, I just hope you know people uh, will just accept that he's a good quarterback for his whole career if he can just win a one or two playoff games, you know? Like, at least do that. Skip, thanks for checking in. And I, I think that's a fair assessment, all right? And he's going to have three years. Let's see what happens. The beauty of it is this will not be a subjective argument in three years. It'll be objective. He'll either win playoff games or he won't. He'll either get to a Super Bowl or he won't. He'll either win it or he won't. Let's let it play out. I'm, I'm with you on that. And if you heard my opening monologue, I'm telling you, the story, uh, Ben Maller has one of the great quotes that people steal all the time, the, the best stories in the losing locker room. In this case, if Stafford wins, the best story will be in the winning locker room. All right, let's bring in the crew. I want to talk about this analytics thing. Uh, Eddie, look, you're there in L.A. I don't know what your feelings are on the Chargers, Brandon Staley. In general, within the context of what Staley did, what's your overall take on this analytics craze? Well, uh, it so happens that my wife is a diehard Chargers fan, and we are season ticket holders, so I have seen um, all of Brandon Staley's games. I was at the game uh, against Kansas City that you're talking about. So um, I I think a couple of things. Um, I I happen to be a a fan of Brandon Staley. I think he's a really smart young coach. Um, I think he's. Uh, you have to keep in mind with this team, 
uh, and, and people that have you know followed the Chargers even loosely, and I think Coop and Roberto can chime in on this because they're both fans of teams in the division, but the Chargers over the years have been a team that have lost and blown games in heartbreaking and just you know horrible fashion. And I think he sees the big picture in what he's trying to do and that he's trying to change the culture of that organization. And so he's trying to get them in a mindset of being aggressive and to play to win games and not play to lose games. So I think that factors into his aggressiveness. But he is a guy who is, as you know, very into the analytics, but I don't think he's blindly into them. I don't think he just looks at a card and it says, in situation X, Y, you know, you do Z every time. So in that in that game against Kansas City, he talked about how he felt going into it that they were going to need to score a certain amount of points to win. In hindsight, that wasn't going to be the case because if they would have kicked some field goals, uh, they would have ended up winning that game. But I think also, you know, when you go for it on fourth down and you're inside the, you know, the five-yard line or whatever, I mean, it, it's un, if it's unsuccessful, you're going to be criticized, and that's fair. But if you look at those plays individually, I mean, two of those plays, they were passes in the hands of receivers that didn't make the catch. So is the call wrong when the players don't execute the play properly? So anyway, there's, there's a lot of things to factor in there. But I think overall, my opinion on what you had to say, I totally agree with you. I think analytics are a nice tool to use. I think they can be useful, but you can't just rely on them uh, you know, in a black and white situation, you have to factor in all kinds of different things. Who's the opponent? How your team is playing? And I think I think Brandon Staley does that. I, I I haven't heard him have a conversation about that, but I know I understand why so many people were critical watching that one game uh, against the Chiefs, where you know he, he did open himself up to be criticized. But overall, I think uh, if I'm a Chargers fan and I'm not, but I am married to one, I think they would be. Um, encouraged by his attitude and the type of things he's trying to do, to, again, to change the culture of that, that franchise and that organization. Okay, that's a rationalization. Uh, sorry, folks, I can't. The last time I ran a tongue from that place, that's a rationalization I can get behind. You are who you are. I am who I am, Popeye. And I, I respect that Brandon Staley has decided this is the hill he's going to die on. And what he'll eventually do is is get the players that can execute what he's trying to do. And I also like what you said, that he's really not blindly doing it. Because to be fair, the following week, they had five fourth down situations. He didn't go for it on any of them. As a matter of fact, he made three field goals. And most of those situations, they were beyond fourth and five. So he, he and I like the guy. I, 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 uh, I, uh, I, I listen to him. Uh, I'm a fan of his. And, look, I remember back in the day going down to the Murph and seeing the Chargers. I remember Eric Coriel. I remember some great Chargers teams. A lot of fun, very entertaining, Hall of Fame players, phenomenal fan base. They did everything but win. And I think it would be incredible. One of these two teams is going to win a Super Bowl eventually that resides in SoFi Stadium. The irony, wouldn't it be a kick in the pants if the Chargers did it first? Don't think that can't happen. They got a lot of talent. And by the way, they got a hell of a quarterback in Justin Herbert. Good, good stuff, Eddie. And um, I think you're able to personalize it while maintaining your objectivity there. Uh, at some point later, we might want to circle back. I'd be curious to know the mood of the fans uh, when when the, the guffaws were there and they didn't make the, uh, the first downs. All right, Coop, uh, you're up next. What are your thoughts on analytics? I kind of agree with the both of you as far as it just being a, a tool. Uh, I think that it's a lot easier to 
criticize it in baseball uh, because you've got you know managers that are making decisions solely based on analytics. When some sometimes in baseball you just got you know you ride the hot hand or, or or things like that. You know you don't take the pitcher out because he's dealing, even though you know these stats say that he's you know not good against lefties or whatever. But if but he's dealing the whole game, you leave him in. So with football, though, I think you know it's. Yeah, it's a tool that can help, but I don't want to see it go uh, the way that some baseball teams are run now, where that's the end-all, be-all. Look, you bring up the Blake Snell thing with the Dodgers, and there couldn't be a more apt uh, example. You look that was at great, that great move there. I love that move. Well, you <laughs> right? You benefited from it, but look at the look at the faces of the Dodgers when they pulled Snell out. They're like, hey. I'm okay with this. We had about enough of that guy. And give the Dodgers credit because they took advantage of it. I don't like when people say people get lucky, okay? Brady got lucky. Fine, whatever. All I know is people get lucky all the time in life. you got to have the balls and the wherewithal and the ability to take advantage of luck. There's an old saying in life, be at the right place at the right time, comma, and do something about it. Not everybody can do that. So to your credit, Roberto, your Dodgers did something about it. So what do you think of analytics, Roberto? Uh, in football, I don't want to see it go the way of baseball where it's like totally taking over the sport. Uh, uh, when Brandon Staley went for it, I, I didn't mind that. I don't mind when t- teams going for it on, on fourth and short. The only one time I felt like he should have gone for it, I believe when the, ra- the, the Chargers were up one score and the field goal would have made it a, a two-score game. That was the only time I felt like he maybe should have kicked the field goal. Other than that, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't mind uh, coaches – Going for it on four down, actually, I like it. All right, and I like it too. The question is, do you blindly do it because the analytics say so, or do you do it and you try to you try to add some nuance, meaning that analytics are a guideline, but they're not an inflexible anchor. I know I keep repeating that, but it can't be a situation where you just keep loading the cart because the horse is blind. There has to be some nuance, and you say, you know, it's the first drive of the game, like Lou Riley just – Tweeted in, the Chargers had a 75-yard kickoff return that day to start the game against the Chiefs now. This is the damn Chiefs. And Staley opted to try four times to score from the five-yard line. Do you think the Chargers could have used that three points to keep the game from going into overtime? I guess we'll never know. But looking back, it didn't work. And all I say is let's have a little semblance of, of, of what I consider deductive reasoning on these issues and not just turn the game over to analytics blindly. All right, coming up, we're bringing it back out to Vegas. We've got Mackinac Sports, Mackenzie Rivers. The Super Bowl favorites odds are now at their lowest point of the season, and Mackenzie will tell you what that means. I don't want to steal his thunder. I'm Bernie Frado coming to you live from Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. Keep it locked. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Most are unable to lend an ear to the Ben Maller Show all night long, but with podcasting, you can get caught up on unique show moments that you might have missed. The Ben Maller Show podcast is available on iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts, a piece of cake and upsets the corporate guys. And now live on Fox Sports Radio Studios in for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. Oh, man, guys, killing it on the ones and twos. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think for calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. 
drive sober, or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. We bring you back out to Vegas. We're joined by Mackinac Sports, Mackenzie Rivers, our chief researcher. And Mackenzie, I teased it that the Super Bowl favorites odds are at the low point for the year, which basically means any of these teams you want to bet to win the Super Bowl, you could have gotten much better odds a few weeks ago, usually for obvious reasons. Why don't you start with the Chiefs, Mackenzie? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Here we are, New Year's Eve, and the Super Bowl Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites. Time back machine two years ago, December 31st, 2019, the Kansas City Chiefs were the Super Bowl favorites. The odds were the same. They're both 4-1. to one. Last year, they were even better. They were 2-1 to one at this time. But the last three years running, when we switch from year over year, the Chiefs have been the favorite at 4-1. to one. They were not the Super Bowl favorites a few weeks into the season. There was chaos in Kansas City. No one knew what was going on. They were 3-4. and four. You could have got them at 14 to 1. That was their low point. Any other time of the season you bet them, you would have got a better payout than you would right now. They are surging. Winners of six straight, 4 to 1 for the Super Bowl favorite Chiefs. Imagine if you would have had the foresight to bag the Packers back after they got smoked by the Saints week one. 17 to 1, you would have had it in your pocket. That is quite a layover. They are now the second favorites just behind the Chiefs, just a hair behind them at plus 425. But you're right, Bernie. Aaron Rodgers said it was just one game. He might have been a little more sage than the rest of us that were panicking. The Chiefs, the Packers were 17 to 1 after just one game played. Now they're 4 to 1. Now, interestingly enough, the the Bucks have reversed the trend. They have a lot more injuries this year than last year, so there's still decent value on Tampa Bay. One year ago, the Bucks were, you know, one of many contenders. They were fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl. Ended up taking it. Since then, they've been the darling of Vegas. They've won most of their games against the spread. They entered the year just behind the Chiefs as Super Bowl favorites. But like you said, injuries are piling up. They're now plus seven fifty. The opposite of the rest of these teams. You would have had a bet. You have a better payout today on the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl than you would have had at any point in the last calendar year. Now the Buffalo Bills all of a sudden are becoming a trendy team again, even though they lost to Tampa Bay, New England. People are back putting their money on the Buffalo Bills. The Bills were Super Bowl favorites after a few weeks into the season. Started out five and one, and then they backslid. Were they even going to make the playoffs? Was the question after they lost back-to-back games, close games to the Pats and to the Bucks. They were 15 to 1 at that point just 3 weeks ago. Cut that in half. They're now plus 750 to win it all. A little shorter on time, but the Rams were 18 to 1 before they got Stafford. They went to 13 to 1, started the season at 14 to 1. Where are they now, McKenzie? This shocked me. They're right there behind the Bills. They're 9 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. What was surprising to me was that the Rams were 14 to 1 after they got Stafford after all the preseason hype. And they've slowly but surely ticked down. 14 to 1, week one was the best time to back the Rams. They've been a public darling and they've rewarded their backers against the spread. 8 and 7. Now they're 9 to 1 to win it all, and you could have had a better payout if you would have bet them any point prior to now. All right. Cowboys and the Patriots round out the list. Give us your synopsis on those and which of these is your favorite. Cowboys were 35 to 1. A lot of doubt about Dak. A lot of doubt about Mac Jones when the Pats started off 2 and 4. That has subsided. They were 100 to 1, the Patriots were, starting out 2 and 4. Well, Belichick rallied the troops, 
Mac Jones has gotten better each and every week. Now they're only 16-1. to The Patriots have been surging since that slow start. Not unusual for a Belichick team. All right, good stuff, McKenzie. Uh, have you fired on any of these? I have not. I don't play that many futures, but I'm telling you right now, the Packers are going to win it all, plus 550. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm with you. All right, really good stuff. Catch McKenzie on my Saturday night show from 11 to 3. He gives out great prop bets, 22-8, and 8, heading into this past weekend. And uh, you don't want to miss it, Mackin on sports. Coming up, all right, the college football semifinals are here. I'm going to give you my prognostication on both games. Keep it locked. I'm Bernie Fratto. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.